Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Big game last night. Yes. I got a little, little dicey at the end there. Yeah, she, she got a little questionable in the third. I missed the third. Anytime the other team scores from their own end, it's not a great <laughs> thing. But Tell me the goalie didn't score on him. No, it, no it was a defenseman or, okay. or whatever. And you could see, like, he clearly just didn't see the puck at all. Yeah. And the one angle from behind Mike Smith, it like blended in with the color of the Oilers jerseys. And then also the puck was there and it was in the net. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the highlight. I made it to the end of the second. It was 3-2 and I was doing a little bit of beer math and I was at the bridge <laughs> going, do I need a seventh beer or do I just go to bed? <laughs> do I just go? So I went and passed out. Um, and then uh, on the way in this morning, Jimmy was like, I think we won. <laughs> You, you know, I drank a lot on the weekend when I couldn't even finish one beer oh, yesterday. You, you couldn't get into it last night. No, I couldn't even. Like, I cracked a beer. I got halfway through, and I'm like, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> Were you watching it on Zoom? Uh, no. He doesn't have cable, so he was listening to but it you, on, uh, you can on, download, on the radio. You can download the CBC app and watch it for free. Oh, can you? Yeah. You sure you don't have to pay for that? Yeah, the CBC app is free. Like, like, like on because uh, a computer, or do you have to do it like on it? Well, if you have like an Apple TV or whatever, you can put it on there. Or if you have a Fire Stick, don't you? Yeah, I still haven't figured out how to use it. Because <laughs> you can just get the CBC I've had it app on Fire Stick for two years. <laughs> it's just been. Sitting. I thought you were the tech guy. <laughs> oh no, I I have a guy. The locker room topic of the day. I'll explain what I did yesterday, and then we'll get into the topic. But it's fighting with restaurant staff stories. If you've got one that you want to share, you might want to call us too. That uh, text line is also a phone number, one in the same number. So I grab Jimmy in the morning in the hood. Mm-hmm. I live up in St. Albert, and I drive down 156. So there's a McDonald's there in the heart of St. Albert where I just zip off and grab a quick coffee. If I'm in a hurry, I will hit the A&W. Now, I'm not exaggerating. This has happened three times in the last month or so. Hey, I'll get a large, one cream, we drive up. And he's literally putting grounds into the the coffee maker. And again, Jimmy can attest to this. This has happened three times, right? At least, yes. Yes. And then we got to sit there for five to ten minutes while the coffee coffee brews. So I haven't said anything until yesterday. And um, I'm like, I started yelling at the kid. And like... I don't even it's, think it, it wasn't really yelling. I don't think that you did because you're like, why is it you have to make coffee every time we show up? Why don't you have coffee made? You weren't even yelling. You were talking 
uh, your Lachlan voice. Yelling. I was yelling. Lachlan voice is yelling. <laughs> no, I've heard him louder. I've heard him louder yeah, but you know yelling him. at me. Yeah, but you know him. <laughs> I was. I'm embarrassed. I was. I shouldn't. What have done did the it. kid do? He. Uh, well, didn't pull you in through the window or anything. No, no. He was just like, no one's coming. I mean, I. Every morning I come here, you're, yeah, you start be, making that would coffee. That be annoying. Drives me insane. Yeah. Like, if you're not going to serve... Okay, listen, I realize it's Just early. Pot ready to go. I realize it's early, but if you're open at quarter to yeah. five in the morning, there's a good chance someone's going to stop and want coffee. <laughs> no? Yeah. You should have some ready. Anyway, I shouldn't have done it. Now I'll never go back there. <laughs> Even though Jimmy was says I'm justified, yeah, I you never mess I, with someone that handles your food, even if you're justified. I wouldn't. That's a good rule. Actually, yeah. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done that. Start getting. Jimmy but I did. think you. I think you were well in your rights to do it. All right. Okay. So this morning we'll do um, your disputes with restaurant staff stories. The locker room topic of the day. We're not getting a lot of texts on this, um, so we'll just tell all my stories. <laughs> I actually want to ask if anybody knows this individual, um, who knows who I'm talking about. There's a Tim Hortons in uh, St. Albert. Okay. And it's the one trying to get a benchmark here. There's a KFC and a Shell station. It's the one, is it Jervis? It's just off Jervis there okay. in St. Albert. And this woman is awful. Oh, really? She hates her life. She was awesome. And everybody in it. <laughs> and I've I've been served by her a couple of times. And uh, both times, she's been rude as hell to me. Like, I can't believe, she must own the place. Yeah. I can't believe, or she knows somebody that works, that owns owns the this, this store. I can't believe they haven't fired her. She's that bad. <laughs> she is such an ogre. <laughs> anyway, um, the last time I like, I want to go back because mm-hmm. I I've been preparing to tell her off <laughs> your whole life. <laughs> but, like no, like for the last year or so, I've been there twice in the last year, and, yeah, yeah. and I've been served by her twice now. And uh, the last time was a couple of weekends ago. And what I she made some rude comment to me about. A question I had or something about bagels or something. And she was like, we haven't had that. And I just went, oh, well, then maybe I'll have another bagel. <laughs> have you got any suggestions? <laughs> and she realized right then that I was the wrong person to be a dick to. Yeah. So she snapped out of it. Um, so I quit. So I just I was just able to pull the passive aggressive crap yeah. on her. And then it ended. And then it ended. Um, but yeah. If anybody knows who I'm talking about, please text in because I can't be the only one that's had this woman and she's like just mad at the world. Yeah. The locker room topic of the day. Topic of the day, fighting with restaurant staff stories. By the way, Emily knows the woman I'm talking about at that Tim Hortons. Yeah, she used to be her neighbor. Yeah. And 100% agreed with me. Yeah. This is pretty funny. Christy um, said, so it's not something she did. It was her other half. Okay. Um, so years ago when KFC came out with the chicken fries and then they came out with the chicken chili cheese fries, uh, her, her boyfriend or fiance went to KFC specifically to get those chicken chili cheese fries. So Christy tagged along with them. It was around <laughs> supper time. She was hungry. They got into KFC. He asked for his chicken chili cheese fries and the lady said, we're out of them. 
and he lost his mind. He started yelling, how could a restaurant be out of food? That's all you guys do. Why wouldn't you have this? I can't believe this. I'm never coming back here again. And then he said he wasn't going to get any food. And Christy looked at him and said, well, I'm hungry. And she got a sandwich. He refused to get food. She got extra popcorn chicken just in case. She did the old mom move, right? All right, well, I'm just going to get a little extra because I'm sure he'll want to eat. They sat down. She made him sit down. That's the funniest part, too. They sat down. He sat there like a toddler with his arms crossed and the biggest pouty face. Halfway into eating my sandwich, he started eating my extra popcorn chicken. And she was like, are you happy now, hangry monster? Oh, Whenever he gets grumpy now, she goes, ah, I want my chicken chili cheese fries. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Fighting with restaurant staff stories. Uh, Chris said it was his 12-year wedding anniversary. Uh, they went to a restaurant on the West End, and it turned into a scrap with the serving staff. <laughs> That's always what your wife wants, say, hey, when you go out for your anniversary dinner and end up fighting. Uh, he said it was supposed to be a nice evening, turned into him walking out. The first, first off, they didn't have a table ready. Um, they had made reservations. Their table wasn't ready. Then they changed the price of the, the crab legs from the order time to from the time that they got the bill. Then they added an absolute ridiculous gratuity charge for service that was absolutely horrible. They refused to take off the gratuity, which set me off, and I had to walk outside while my wife and my mother-in-law dealt with the eight serving staff that had labeled us as folks that caused trouble. Never been that ticked off ever. I will never go back. I um, remember we were at a restaurant. We were on a, a road trip, and we stopped at some place, like a, like a little I can't even remember the name of it, but it, it doesn't matter. And we had the worst service I've ever had. The, yeah. the waitress was miserable. And at this point, the girls were getting a little bit older, and my daughter was a server. Yeah. And she was like, you can't not tip. Because I was like, the whole time, I'm like, I'm not tipping this <laughs> this woman. She's awful. This is awful. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I'm trying to be loud enough so they can hear me. So they were already concerned with me because I was making a scene <laughs> yeah. at the booth, at the window. And, um, so my family, and I know how they, they operate too, right? Like I will leave and not tip, but then the girls will go back in and throw five bucks down or something. Um, so anyway, I, uh, I knew that they were going to make me tip. So I just tipped, but I walked up to the counter mm -hmm. with the bill and the money. And I told them, <laughs> I told the, the, the lady at the counter, I said, I am tipping because I know my family's going to make me tip. Yeah, they're forcing me. But that me. was the worst service I've ever had. And one of the other waitresses started to stick up for her. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's awful. <laughs> You're all brutal. I can't believe anybody tips in this. And then I start yelling at the restaurant yeah. staff. And I'm, I'm like. I'm I, sure I, that was much better for your daughters. <laughs> yeah, they're running to the cars at this point. The locker room topic of the day. Fighting with restaurant staff stories. Yeah, and uh, Canes is kind of on the other side of it. So we've been talking about people, you know, losing it on the on the the staff. Yeah, Kane said he was at a McDonald's in the West End, and he was watching a lady lose it on a fifteen-year-old employee because they forgot a single item in their order. I walked up to the lady, asked her to relax, <laughs> and reminded oh. her that she's probably fifteen years old and she's going to make mistakes. Is this worth getting angry over? No, the woman left feeling like a dirtbag. 
Well, I'll never be going to a restaurant with Kane. (laughs) (laughs) The locker room topic of the day. We were going to wrap up, but we got one more that's kind of funny. Yeah, so Brenda texted it. It's not a restaurant, but it's a business. So Brenda said, way back when Blockbuster was still around, my husband was excited to see Carlito's Way. Um, Al Pacino movie, good movie. It's actually a decent movie, yeah. Um, so he had called Blockbuster to see if they had it in, if he could come rent it. The guy said they didn't have it, and my husband asked if they were getting it in soon. The worker said he wasn't sure, but you could call back later and check. Five minutes later, my husband calls again, asking the same question to the same guy. The guy says no, and my husband asks asks if he could hold on to a copy of it when it comes in. The worker said, no, we can't hold on to movies. So my annoying husband just kept calling back over and over again. We were sitting there at a friend's. My husband calls Blockbuster again. (laughs) But this time we hear him say, sure, I'll come give you a BJ. BJ, what's your name? He then says, okay, Vince, I'll see you in five minutes. He hangs up, looks at us and says, I'll be right back. He said the guy was annoyed with him calling, so he told him to uh, come give me one. So he went there, walked into Blockbuster, yelled, Is Vince here? I'm here to give him his BJ. My husband, by the way, is a bodybuilder. The guy looked up, saw him, went running into the back room, locked the door. My husband was banging on the door saying, Come on out, Vinny. I'm here for you. And the, uh, the Vince is on the other side saying, Surrender your video card. Vinny never came out. My husband just left. Uh, that was our last trip to Blockbuster, she said. <laughs> never did see Carlito. What is it? Clar- Cal- Carlito's way. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Big game last night. If that was a game for the... The Flames needed to win that one. Yeah, and now it they're was, down three one. It was winnable. From what I watched, I uh I uh I let the beers get away from me last night. <laughs> you didn't follow Army Chris's time to no. whatever consumption graph that he has drawn up. I remember looking over at the, the table beside the couch yep. in the basement. And I was like, holy crap, I have to six beer already. <laughs> I watched one period of hockey. <laughs> I better go to bed. So I passed out. I missed the third period. But that was a winnable game for the Flames last night. Um, the Oilers weren't, um, weren't you know, 100%. Yeah. So, and I, I, I'm so cautious about making any sort of grandiose statements or predictions because... Uh, the Flames, I mean, they're a decent team. I mean, say oh, what you they're want. A great team. They're a great team. I'm surprised that uh, the Oilers are where they're at right now because I thought it was going to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. I, they were going to go one for one and uh, and finish it up in, the, in a game seven. But. They uh, got gifted that goal like in the first minute, yeah. which I think really just changed that game. You well, know, the, the puck, puck bouncing out in front to Nuge, putting the empty netter in. And then you get up one nothing in the first minute, and it really changes the game. Right? Well, the thing for me too, like that's a good point. Twenty one seconds in, Nuge gets a like a, a a bounce, yeah, a funny bounce, ends up popping it in an empty net, right? Like no goalie. That kind of 
knocked the, the, the wind out of the Flames for yeah. a minute. But the Flames, in my opinion, won the first period. Yeah. I thought they played better than the Oilers, and the Oilers were up. What, it was 3 nothing at the end of the first, wasn't it? 2-0, um, I think. 2 nothing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, then, at the end of the game, Smith lets in that goal. It was 3 nothing. yeah. So Smith lets in that goal from, from the D. Let, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> to tie it. The long one, to yeah. tie it. That could have been the end of the game, right? Yeah. That could have been a moment where the Oilers let their foot off the gas, and they didn't. Well, one thing about the Oilers is they haven't. Like going down big in the first game and battling back to tie it at one yeah, point. Yeah, like they they don't stop coming, right? So, so I think yeah. that's a sign. And again, I don't want to get too. I don't want to count my chickens or our chickens, right? But um, and jinx them. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now that this is uh, this is an interesting team. How about the Rangers tying up the series against Carolina? I didn't think that was going to happen. They were done. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. they were done. So that one's interesting as well. Yeah, uh, the game tomorrow night in Calgary, right? Oilers. Yes. So you going to go watch it, Jimmy? Possibly. You going out to watch it? Possibly. Okay. Just kind of depends. I'm trying to curb my drinking because of the excessive <laughs> amount I did on the weekend. Well, if it's I, Thursday if, tomorrow. If, if, if I go, if I go somewhere, if I go out, you know, I'm not having just one beer. This is how Jimmy's weekends usually work: is he drinks excessively Friday and Saturday. But this long weekend, and I, dra- I drank Friday, weekend. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like <laughs> you drank Monday. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it happens. So usually Jimmy's like weekends go like Friday, Saturday, sometimes a Sunday. He drinks hard, stays up all night. Yeah, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, he's like feeling guilty and takes a break. Takes a break, but then by Thursday, he's gonna start ramping it up again for the weekend. <laughs> so I think it'll be good to go tomorrow. I got. But an I excellent... tried to drink a beer yesterday and and couldn't I do couldn't it. do it. I had no problems. <laughs> I uh, I bought a 48-pack on the weekend. We went to Costco on Saturday. Okay. And then on Sunday, I had Army Chris come over yeah. and help me with a little project in the garage. And he had a couple of beers. And when he was leaving, I was like, there's my excuse. If that well, 48-pack disappears a little faster. I know faster that exact than feeling sometimes when you're like, okay, Army Chris was here. When this 48-pack disappears now, I, uh, Chris was here on Thursday. He was Army Chris was here, honey. You know what that's like? <laughs> He he's, only had two. He is giving Still. us all great excuses. Still. <laughs> That's two I could have had today. Yeah. <laughs> the Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Terrifying news for everybody this morning. Do you remember the story about the wood ticks that when they bite you, they give you an allergy to red meat? Well, they're now in Canada. The Lone Star Tick. So, yeah, if it bites you, uh, you can no longer eat red meat. It makes you like physically ill to eat red meat afterwards. Wow. Right now, it's only in southern Ontario because that's the only spot warm enough. But they're saying as global warming continues, we will start to see them here in Alberta. What's worse, a carbon tax or being allergic to red meat? (laughs) We have the ability to stop this Lone Star tick from spreading and making us all allergic to meat. But we need more carbon taxes. We need more bike lanes. 
We need to stop global warming to stop the spread of Lone Star ticks that will one day make us all throw up when we eat red meat. And in order to do that, we need to build at least three gondolas. Good Lord. At least three gondolas. This is the only way. And if you, if you don't agree with building bike lanes and building gondolas, then you hate eating red meat and you hate Alberta beef. I'm sorry. The Grant Report is brought to you by Wild Wednesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Refreshments included with the price of your tour. Book today. And let's get wild at Edmonton or Tabor Glory Hole Tours.com. Jimmy? Yep. We're going to get into a topic that we have dealt with before. But before we get into this discussion, I want you to know from the bottom of my heart... I mean this. This is not... Grant, Grant will... Mm -hmm. He'll back me on this. We... We think that this is something that you should do. It's And it's not... It's because we think it's a legitimate, like, way where you would make a killing. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were doing another intervention. No, no, no. Okay. You're not drinking enough, actually. We've given up on the interventions. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Carmen Electra is uh, going to be on OnlyFans. I think OnlyFans is trying to get away from the adult side of things. They're uh, tr- well, they're still doing that a lot. Well, no, no, there still is a lot yeah, on there. But I think they're trying to get... It- <laughs> <laughs> How do you think he got a credit card? <laughs> I still think that there is an attempt to try to clean up their image, mm-hmm. right? They don't want to be the Aaron Carter playing guitar with his dong hanging out, right? <laughs> they, they don't want that to be the, the focus of OnlyFans. They want people to be on there that aren't going to be doing... Do you think Carmen well, Electra is going to do anything sexual? OnlyFans started... As a platform for celebrities to share things like not nudity. And then people discovered, oh, this is a good way to show my junk and get paid. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think she is. um, Maybe not not like finger blasting or anything, but like (laughs) she was saying the reason Carmen Electra signed up for OnlyFans, she said, was to take back her image because people share her images all the time without her permission. So she's like, I might as well get paid for it. And we've tried to get Jimmy to look into this. Yeah. Uh, because I'll tell you one thing that I know about this show, right? Anytime anybody meets me that knows about this show, The Locker Room, and knows enough about it to know that you're a little person and 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 the the whole questioning ever they don't ask anything about radio they don't ask anything about me they don't they don't want to know about my kids they no. don't want to know about what i like they want to know about you like yeah. how does he wipe his ass like we get simple i'm things. not doing a video on how i wipe my ass <laughs> not even even if you made thousands of dollars I honestly think, and Grant and I have the last couple of years, even off air, it's like Jimmy, like look at look at what the meet me outside girl man or whatever the hell her well, name is. She's one of the top earners. Catch me outside. Catch me outside girl. So yeah, we're like you don't have to do anything crazy. She's a moron. People want to see you putting your dishes in the cupboard. Yeah. People want to see you on a stool stirring your crock pot. You know what I mean? <laughs> With your dinger. <laughs> 
<laughs> like or, people are just people so, as, or is people as obsessed with this? Or is it? It seems more YouTube. No, or, we're no. just saying we get. I get asked about it the, every time I meet go anyone. Go through the top earners. Okay, so some of the stats on OnlyFans. There's about 170 million users worldwide. Yeah, 500,000 people join every single day. Um, the what? Top, yeah. So the top earners make around 100,000 dollars a month. Um, there's the average is about. The average person that puts their stuff up on there has 21 subscribers and earns $150 a month. But the top ones for this year so far. Um, so we have Black China, who is earning $20 million she's a, a month. She, she's a wrestler? No. Uh, she was a stripper. Um, and then she was married to Rob Kardashian. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Okay, $20 million a month. So she's the top. And then there's Bella Thorne. She was like a Disney girl. She okay. kind of scammed everyone, though, signed up. Everyone paid her a bunch of money. Oh, and everyone she didn't thought, do anything. thought that she was going to do she some nasty stuff. She kind of said she stuff. was going to do some stuff. And, then, and got everybody to sign up. But yeah. Uh, Cardi B makes... So uh, Bella Thorne made, made $11 million. Um, Cardi B is $9.4 million a month. Um, she doesn't get naked or anything, I guess. They said she's only posted six times. She's still making that kind of money. Um, Tyga um, actually deleted the account, but was making 7.69. That's a guy. Um, wow. Mia Khalifa, $6.4 million. In one month. Uh, monthly earning $6.4 million. It's, it's $13 a month to subscribe. That's crazy. Um, and That's then crazy. it's a bad, bad Barbie. Catch me outside. Yeah. She makes $52 million a year. Is what they're saying. Um, I hope they're paying taxes on that. She has 16 million <laughs> subscriptions. There's a girl, Erica Mena. She's an American TV personality. Um, Gem 101 is I think 2. you get 3. the point. Yeah, you get what I we're saying I don't even know here. half these people, and they're making millions of dollars, Jimmy. You don't even have to but be famous. knowing me, I'd sign up for this. I'd make $10,000, and then I'd owe the government twenty. <laughs> And again, like you don't have to do anything nasty. You but just, I'm not wrong. This ha this would happen to me if I did that. I'd owe the government more money than I was making. I don't know, Jimmy. I don't know. I think you would make a killing. I think you would too. Honestly, I, there's enough curiosity just in your life, in yeah. your just for you, just living your life that it, it would. It's intriguing. Look to how me well that. your your thirsty Thursday videos did, where it was just you drunk in your living room swinging a sword around. Well, and 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 not only that, what did we notice about those videos? There's a lot of comments on there. Well, the ch no, the shirtless hidden. ones. Remember? Yeah. Anytime he, he if he like they did tarps better, off, yeah. they were like twice the we views. We did have to hide the YouTube comments, though. <laughs> yeah, some of them. <laughs> and now another episode of Locker Room TV. If you ever want to watch what we're talking about on these Locker Room TV episodes, just go to the Locker Room YouTube page. And subscribe. Jimmy is on the verge of another, well, I guess six or seven. How many episodes for the uh, for the Mexican Jedi that's coming out this week? Uh, there's six episodes, but there's only going to be five podcasts because the first two episodes come out at the same time. I'm doing them all in one one hit. Oh, that'll be it. Epic. That'd be a huge episode of the Jedi Jimmy podcast. Watch that podcast. Yeah. It'd be longer than the actual two hours <laughs> that it got released.
<laughs> he needs to get make sure that the breakdown is there. Oh, you, know, you got to get it all okay, in. Okay, what are we watching here? Give us a breakdown. This is uh, just a quick clip of from the, the latest. From the latest, and this is episode nineteen. Yes, and this is a breakdown on the Mexican Jedi. Like the the, the one on Saturday will be the breakdown on the Mexican Jedi. Is this in this Spanish? Is his backstory. Yeah. Why did I disagree with you, in Mexican Jedi? He's not Mexican. You are Obi Wan. Um, oh, I sent you the teaser. And then, but he was Qui Gon's Padawan, and so as that, he actually fashioned his so first. What are you wearing? Similar my Darth Vader outfit. Now, <laughs> how many beers did you have before you did this? How many was, beers did Baby Yoda have? <laughs> Sorry about that. Yoda fell down. Um, <laughs> as Baby Yoda also Grogu. <laughs> I love when you film it in Arby Chris's podcast studio because it looks like a slap chop commercial <laughs> at your table. You're going to love my nuts. <laughs> All right. Where do we get your podcast? Uh, on the locker room YouTube page, you can actually see the videos. All right, and wherever you get your podcast. And this is this is again a breakdown of the upcoming um, latest Star Wars series. Yes, the one coming out this weekend will be. What's it called? It's the Obi Wan Kenobi series. The city of Edmonton is committed to ensuring that our lack of effort with the new innovative and hands-off mosquito abatement program is a complete success. We're now expanding the program to include a mosquito sighting tip line. Now that we're bored with the pandemic and you're no longer calling bylaw to report your neighbor's grandmother's birthday party, we encourage Edmontonians to now use the city's 311 switchboard to report the location of any and all mosquitoes you see within the city limits. You may also call to report any standing water on your neighbor's property, including pools that aren't in active use that may become a breeding ground for mosquitoes. Remember, the success of this program is entirely your responsibility, Edmonton. You're all in this together. Our 311 operators are standing by to take your call. This has been a message from the City of Edmonton. Not a real message. It's the Locker Room's Bidet a Day in May. Courtesy of Always Plumbing and Heating. Good morning, Cruz. What's your name? Good morning, Vince. Vince, would you like to play Bidet a Day in May? Right away. I would love to. We're going to play a sound effect from a toilet recorded by one of the three of us. Your job is to guess after the flush from the three choices that Grant will give you. Certainly. Hey, Vinny, did you ever work at uh, Blockbuster? <laughs> No. <laughs> All right, Vince. Your three options is that option A, the provincial kitchen and bar, number one. Option B, Q cigar room, number two. Or option C, the black dog freehouse, number one. That's got to be the black dog. <laughs> oh, wrong, Vinny. Uh, Vinny, I'm uh, sorry. You can play again tomorrow. Good luck. Good morning, Cruz. What's your name? It's me. I'm back. It's Ray. 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 Okay, well, listen, you got better chances today because Vince just screwed up the last one. Okay. Ray, today, win a bidet. Oh, stop. Here we go. <laughs> Is that option A, the provincial kitchen and bar, a number one, or option B, Q cigar room, a number two? I'm going to go with B. Oh, Ray! Ray, you're wrong again. You screwed up, my oh. friend. <laughs> Good morning, Cruz. What's your name? 
Mike. Mike. Oh. Positive Mike. Positive oh. Mike. Happiest guy in Edmonton. Yeah, this guy needs an ass blaster. <laughs> well, he's already won. Yeah, he has. Do we need to go through the motions? You, the first two got it wrong, so you are the winner of a bidet a day in May. Awesome. You won a living basics hot and cold water bidet with self-cleaning, dual nozzle, non-electric, toilet attachments, adjustable water pressure and temperature, brought to you by our friends at Always Plumbing and Heating. (coughs) Thank you. (laughs) You sound pumped. (laughs) Sounds so excited. Oh, shut up. (laughs) You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So, I was reading this story about Ubers, and I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, was there ever a point where Ubers were, like, uber cheap? Yes. There was. When Uber first launched in Edmonton, it was cheap, cheap, cheap. So they were Um, losing money from what I was reading, mm -hmm. and it was a strategy that they, they did it on purpose. Right. And uh, kind of like Costco with the chickens. Y- yeah. They lose money on their chickens and stuff. But they know that somebody's going to come in and you're leaving with a canoe For or a kayak. You don't need. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Uber has made an announcement. The CEO has said that's that ship has sailed. Okay. And it's been sailing quite significantly for the last couple of years, in my opinion. Um, yeah, because they've gone up, added other additional fees. And, yeah, yeah. But I think in, in Alberta, it wasn't as cheap. Like, it was cheap and then not cheap because they made them buy the additional insurance, where I think a lot of places, like in the States, don't have that insurance. Oh, that's like a good point. Like they were point. making them buy the same insurance that taxi drivers that's, that's have. That's just an Alberta thing? Yeah, that, that was a major city in Alberta thing, yeah. I thought it was across Calgary. the country No, because actually Uber's pretty cheap in Vancouver still. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have friends who ride Uber all the time, and they're like, no, it's cheap here. Like, Not here. No. I've been shocked. A couple of times I've been like shocked getting in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If there's surge pricing, even without the surge pricing, sometimes it's like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. The taxis are cheaper. Although now they're, I was just reading this morning that the tax, we're going to have our first fare increase for taxis since 2007. Yeah. So those are going to get a little more expensive now but too. That makes sense. It gas. kind of, it, yeah, it does make sense. Like with the increase of gas, like even my, uh, my taxi driver over here is costing me more every month. He's actually throwing money at me for gas now. Well, you shamed him enough. I did. <laughs> he started yeah. to throw money. I think for gas. that's what it was. Once gas hit a dollar seventy, he was like, "All right, I'll give you some money." Oh, I kept telling him how much it was costing me to fill. Because <laughs> yeah, your van's got to be a hundred bucks. Pretty close. I filled up with a bit of gas left. Like I had like a hundred k left, and yeah. it cost me eighty five bucks yesterday. My car was like pretty much empty, and it was. 60, which, I mean, there's people driving trucks right now that are laughing at us, but yeah, it's a Toyota Corolla. Like, that thing used to cost me $30 to fill. It's doubled now. Yeah, it was yeah. 50 bucks last summer, I remember. Yeah. Because like I, I remember thinking, wow, this is awesome. 50 bucks. 50 bucks a week for gas is nothing. I've considered putting a stab vest on and taking the bus downtown. <laughs> Just because, like, you're, what is it, $3 or whatever you got in your pocket to ride the bus? And, like, because taxis and Ubers, they're... I was Pretty at Costco, now. 
and I saw a scooter, an electric scooter, yeah. and I'm like, I'm buying that for mm-hmm. Jimmy. It cost me less if I bought him a like a brand oh, new. Oh, to ride into work little, yeah, and to go fast. Yeah, he'd get here on time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You could hit the white mud on that thing. You'd go at least sixty k. <laughs> and the wife's like, he can't sit on it and, and hit the pedal. I says he can stand in front of the seat. And steer it. And yeah, she's like, yeah, that's safe. I'm like, let's buy it for him. She's like, no, we're not buying him a scooter. He, you know, he would never even try it because you bought it. I'm going back He's to Costco. He's denying it. I am going back to Costco. <laughs> this is the Business Spotlight on 95.7 Cruise FM with David Hunter, the CEO of Bluegenics Innovations, and Karen Phytoplankton. Um, where are you joining us from today, David? I'm in Moncton, New Brunswick. Okay, there oh, we go. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Right. yeah. How's the weather? Good? It's awesome, man. It's awesome. Yeah. No, we're uh, about 15 degrees right now. Sun's coming out. Golf season's underway, and I planted my garden yesterday. So, yeah, nice. I'm good. I'll take that for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's yeah. start, David, with why is Karen phytoplankton so effective? Um, I think it's really effective is because it's got every single vitamin and mineral fatty acid, antioxidant in there. Like it's, it's a complete nutrient. It's the origin of, it's the origin of food, life and nutrition. So I think compared to say a different multivitamin, um, you know, that stuff could be, you know, a substrate of something it's artificial or it's just a bunch of stuff put together where, you know, phytoplankton is, is green. Number one, like I was, I was just thinking the other day, like how many multivitamins are green, um, that's the origin of nutrition. So yeah, so uh, yeah, I think it's just because it's it's the origin of food and it's got everything in it. I think that that's why it's so effective. There's no guesswork. I know we've talked about this before, but where did you get the name for uh, Karen Phytoplankton? <laughs> well, I I named it after my mom. Um, so my mom's name was Karen Hunter. She was the head nurse of Maple Ridge Hospital in BC. And so the name of the strain is Nanochloropsis gadatana, and then it's marine phytoplankton, right? So I wanted to bring it into one word. That would be really easy. And of course, this was in 2015 before it became pop culture for uh, (laughs) other reasons. But hey, you know what? I said, screw it. I'm rolling with it, you know? And if anything, it raises the question, like, just like you did said, right? And uh, it's easy to say and- you know, well, it's named after my mom. So yeah, screw it. And going based in. on how much you're spending on our radio station, we've actually had conversations behind the scenes about changing the name of the station to Karen FM. <laughs> 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 I actually have a question hey, for you, David. Has anybody from sales sent you our live reads? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've actually, um, I, I listened to, um, are you talking about like the, yeah, like I've, I've heard a couple of people on air talking about the product, like their natural responses. It's pretty heartwarming. It, yeah. Yeah. That's well, awesome. no, th- then they haven't sent you ours. <laughs> we have this daily live read and we're not very good at reading. We, we're entertaining, uh, but we're not the best readers per se. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we, uh, we have some fun with your spot. I've been trying my, my soft sell this week. That's, <laughs> okay. that's what we're going with. Um, we know the Karen phytoplankton comes from the ocean, but is it eco-friendly, David? That's going to be a question especially oh, with yeah. where we are and how concerned we are about the environment. Um, so I'm guessing yeah. you get that every once in a while. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing because I've had people come at me, of course, social media, right. I can't believe you're taking the, 
the food from the whales, you charlatan, you know, like how dare you? <laughs> and it, it's always so funny how the people who are like take a negative approach seem to know everything about phytoplankton. And then the people who are curious don't know much about it. So yeah, no, um, phytoplankton is a seed like it's a plant and it's a seed. We, we're, we are not in the ocean with a boat scooping whale food. Um, no, we, we grow it in um, purified Atlantic ocean water um, the seed is the original heirloom ancient seed, and then it multiplies itself. It's unisex. Okay. And then, yeah, and then it becomes like a green paste. Like it looks like a green, vibrant green ketchup. And then we take the moisture out of it to get rid of the bacteria and then freeze it and then grind it into the powder. So, um, yeah, no, I wish those people that were hating on me would maybe call the omega-3 uh, crow people. But uh, no, but that's how it is. Like we're actually producing oxygen when we're um, growing the phytoplankton. And then when we have the... Uh, when we release some of the water back into the ocean, it's got more phytoplankton in it than it had before. So yeah, it's pretty sustainable operation. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Who is benefiting from phytoplankton? Um, People who are just kind of similar to uh, working guys, women, you know, having the Baconators, the double cheese burgers. Um, Yeah, no, seriously, you know, Hey, you know what? I lived it. This is the whole reason why I did it. I used to work in a mill. I used to be a shingle cutter for eight years. I used to be an auto mechanic before that. And every lunch I was going through the drive-thru, right? Like I lived, I lived that life. And, but over time I would just was, you know, tired aches and pains and all that other stuff. And I never, I just felt like food either made you fat or it didn't, but I didn't realize that it's the nutritional value in the food that actually gives you the quality of life. And so, so you can still, what's kind of cool about Karen phytoplankton is that you can still eat like that because I'm no saint, right? But um, but when you get that n- nutrient, you're actually giving your body the tools. So then your body has something to work with. So if you don't give your body that that green nutrition, well, you're going to degrade, right? But if you <laughs> at least give it give it the nutrient, which is just in a pill, which is all about the phytoplankton, it's probably the most nutritious vegetable you can get. Then at least you give yourself a foundation, and you're not in the sinkhole. So that's that's where the phytoplankton's kind of that hack where, you know, you can eat like a vegan, <laughs> but you like, you know, but you can still go to Wendy's, right. But still have a quality of life. So that's kind of like what phytoplankton's all about. It's, nice. it's about people who are just like me, right. Like who, you know, Hey, I'm not a marathon runner. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be doing a YouTube channel about my healthy eating habits. Um, you know, but I don't get sick. Like, you know, I feel great. I've got good energy and and I feel like I'm going to live a long life, even though I don't have, you know, the best diet, you know what I mean? So it's like a uh, uh, a nutrition safety net. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just think about it. If you're having, you know, the typical North American diet, how much green is in there? Not a lot. Right. And then, Mm -hmm. so, but if you take phytoplankton, like I said, like I said, you're basically eating like like those people, your the nutritional value is the same as a person who eats really good, and because that's what your body needs, right? So that's kind of what phytoplankton is. That's the um, it's just for the average person who doesn't have an hour and a half a day to make a spinach kale souffle s- smoothie in the morning. <laughs> uh, can you tell us a bit about the uh, the money back guarantee? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's kind of um, it's really simple. If you go to Costco or you buy it at the karenproject.ca or you go to shoppers or whatever, if people take it and, you know, within a month or six weeks or whatever, they go, you know what? I took this and I didn't feel anything. I didn't, I didn't get the value for the money I spent. You take it back. 
get your money back. It's as simple as that. And uh, I can tell you what, we're selling thousands of Costco across the country. You know, we might see five returns a month, you know, considering the thousands that we're selling. So, and it's been like that for, for six years, we've had a 0.81% return rate, having a money back guarantee all from the beginning. So um, that says something. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to have that guarantee, but yeah, I wanted to assure the listeners like, okay, you're hearing the ads and blah, blah, but Hey, give it a try. The benefits are far out worth the, the 57 bucks at Costco. And if you don't like it, then send it back and I'll eat it. David, um, how do we get our hands on Karen Phytoplankton and where would we go to get more information? Yeah, well, the karenproject.ca is the, uh, the website. I mean, if you go on Amazon reviews, you can go on YouTube, you go on Facebook. Like, I mean, it's an open source platform. Like those reviews are what people are saying. So um, you can learn more about phytoplankton. It's, it's starting to become a thing on the internet so people can read it. Yeah, the vitamin section at Costco, uh, Shoppers Drug Mart has it, Rexall has it. And then if you buy it directly from us, and then if you want to continue, um, I think it's worth noting that we do have a subscription program for people to say, hey, which happens quite a bit. They say, hey, I want to take this for life. I want to make sure I get it. We have a subscription program, which has the best price, but you have to commit to it. David, thank you for your time today. And I would encourage everybody to look into Karen Phytoplankton. Have a great day. Yeah, yeah thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. 